You are listening to 2928. You can reach us at 2928digital on Twitter, 2928.digital for our website, and 2928.digital at gmail.com for our email. This is Andy and Andy for 2928. 2928. But I'm going to send you a house I actually like a lot. Um, But it has like we, Kim and I call it the the house with the gut kitchen. Like you have to gut the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. There's like no other option. The kitchen is atrocious, but everything else is like totally livable and doable. And the house is not that bad. It's like under two, I think. And it's on like three acres or something like that. And there are a couple like other little things like. It has the, um, oh god, someone called it the other day the Canadian door, and I was like, is that a joke or is that a thing? And they were like, oh, Canadian door. yeah, they were like, oh, it's a joke. And the Canadian door is like, the door has been sealed up, but sealed up kind of like half-assed. So like, you, With you, denim? you can, no, you can just see that someone put a board up to close the door. So anyway, why is, Can- why is that a Canadian door? It just is apparently. But why? I don't know. That's what someone told me. Or I'm texting you this house. Send it to my email. Well, I can't do that. Why not? Because then I have to send an email. You can do it from your phone. I guess. I'm just saying it's easier for me to look at it on my computer than my my phone. Yeah, I guess you have good internet. Oh. I've been thinking about this, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I just itched my foot. Ah. (laughs) You ever start itching your foot or any body part, for that matter, and you just can't stop? Um... Where it's like, it's like, ah, it's going to go away, but it doesn't. It just keeps building and building. Yeah, yeah. And I usually try to, like, trick myself into stop itching. Yeah, I just did. Um, (laughs) uh, In, uh, just because how much this new culture sucks with us having to have our phones and always be in constant contact and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And how it drives me insane that everyone can access me at any given goddamn point of any part of the day. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking heavily about, is there, is there an out of office, like, text message auto reply? Because, like, when, especially, like, if you're getting texts from work or if you're getting texts from, like, you know, girls that you're seeing or whatever, if you don't respond to them people might take offense. But if you could just have an out-of-office reply on text message to let them know that you didn't get it because you're not receiving messages at that point, then they would know, if it was work, they would know to contact someone else. If it was, you know, uh, uh, a, a date or something like that, or some or a girl that you were seeing, they would not take it personally uh-huh. or, or read into it because, like, you know when you when you try to text someone that you're you're going out with and stuff and you don't hear back from them, you might go like you might start worrying that you're not going to hear back from them type shit. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a, 
something that I'm not seeing on the phone that allows for an auto reply on text messages? Um, I don't know, but that's something that like that seems like a logical thing to have. Yeah. I've never had to think about something like that, so I don't know. But it's like, because I'm in constant contact with people 24-7 at work, because there's a night crew, they call me when there's problems, there's a fucking thermostat in our server room that calls me if it breaks down or something like that, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, producers and shit that always try to get in contact with me when there's a fucking problem at any given time. So if they're texting me and I don't respond, not because I'm ignoring them, but because I'm sleeping or otherwise indisposed, Mm -hmm. I could just turn it on and let them know who to contact. Mm. That's a really good call. There, there, I mean, there has to be something, right? Uh, You would think so. I mean, if, if, if there are robot lawnmowers, there has to be text message auto reply. I gotta find that. How do I auto reply text message? On iPhone, go to settings, phone, respond with text. Settings, phone, respond with text. Hold on, I'm getting a, a phone call right now. Oh my god. Hello? Hey, dude. All right, man. Uh, just let me know when you... Just send me an email when you leave. Thanks, man. And there it is. What's that? We're talking about literally that, and you got a call. I know, right? It's insane. On a Saturday night at 9 o'clock. And, I mean, it's on record, so. You can you can <laughs> cut that to be just you saying hello, and then cuts yeah. to this part where we're talking about it. Yeah, that was fucking, that, that was fucking serendipitous right there, huh? I would say. So, when someone calls you, you can go into, there are phone, there's a phone preference where you, if someone calls you. You can have an auto, uh, you can put a respond with text, but I think you manually have to do it. So you would have to click the auto response, but you can type in your own auto responses. Right. Okay. So like, what am I typing? I'm away on vacation. Please email me at, or please email me or something like that. Right. Yeah. Or like, or for any immediate needs, contact so-and-so. Exactly. And so, like... Where is that? That's on phone it's, or messages? Yeah, it's in phone for some reason, and it says, respond with text. But... Oh, yeah. But that is specifically for someone's calling you. Oh. And you click that... So you have to let them know, like, you, you physically tell them that you got the call, but you can't answer it. Yeah. Shitty. Yeah, that's not that's not that helpful. <sighs> I like dial assist. That's good. I didn't know that existed. Every single time I have to call the UK, I have to fucking Google it. 
because I don't have it memorized yet. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to remember that? I have to. Uh, you have to dial. You have to. I have to dial my calling out code from the from the local line. Mm-hmm. Then I have to dial the calling out card call from the the calling out code for the United States. Then I have to dial the country prefix for the UK for forty four. And then I have to dial the fucking phone number. So that seems like a waste. Of it's money. just so old school. It's ridiculous. Like I I can't believe it's not a thing that you can't just like fucking hook up to your computer and everyone just has like internet calling and I can't just like you know we've we've Jesus we've good internet at work but I guess actually you know what to think if I'm thinking about it a lot of these places I'm fucking calling in England don't probably don't have good internet like there are a few places that are just in the fucking boonies yeah it's like beyond I mean, it's probably, like, equivalent to, like, where I live here mm-hmm. is, like, where a business is in um, in certain parts of England that, you know, that we're buying shit from. So that's that's an interesting thing. <sighs> I'm going to turn my lights back on. It's past midnight here, so my lights went off. Do you want me to email you that house? Oh, yeah, you sent it to me, right? I, I sent it to your phone, but I can email it to you, too. 1997 Greenbush. Greenbushes. But, like, look at that kitchen. It's fucking horrendous. Yeah, the paper towel dispenser and all that wood. Yeah. All that paneling and then, like, the... Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these houses, too, have, like, crazy color bedrooms, and they're all different colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, and there's there's some definitely some 70s wood paneling here that you got to take out in general in all mm-hmm. the rooms. Do you see the, the Canadian door? Uh... Cover photo. Which photo? Cover photo. Cover photo? I think it's the first photo that you see of the house. Oh, where, where there's no stairs and it just like dead ends? Yeah. <laughs> Did they just wall over it and make it a room? Is that what happened? Dude, I don't know. I don't I don't know at all, man. Because the fact that there's like no way like there's no steps there either is is hilarious. Right. So what? Get this house. Why aren't you getting this house? Oh, it's super nice. I, I... We're going to have to see it at some point. Isn't that nice? Like, relatively? Mm-hmm. Mm, f- yes. For what it is, I'm totally down. Uh, there aren't a lot of houses that, that are that nice, but that's still like that's still like a 45-50 minute drive for me, and, you know, probably something close to that for Kim. So it's like you'd have to do a year stint you know, Kim would have to do a year stint of like going to her job still and like, you know, driving a bit until she changed jobs because you would want to change jobs. You would want to be like right up the road. You don't want to be fucking an hour away from your job. You know, that's the that's the downside. But people do it up here and people do it happily for 
fucking 30, 40 years all the time. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, just that thing with like, people having dirty shit in their houses and just like pictures that are creepy. Like there have been multiple pictures that I've seen on Zillow with like people's reflections or like people are taking pictures and it's like, oh, you can see that person's face in the mirror that they're taking a picture. It's like they're totally fucking oblivious or something of that. It's just ridiculous. I mean, there's so much of that shit and I'm like, I can't even... That's I'm it, it's like you're instantly out like I instantly throw the house out I don't want to look at it because I, I feel like someone didn't try hard enough posting this house in the first place yeah but and and that's the other thing is that when, when I lived when we lived in St. Albans okay and in retrospect I feel like we should have bought the fucking house that we lived in because that sold for 138000 Nothing sells for 138000 at all. And she was apparently ready to sell that thing for way less than that even. But it was a little house. It didn't have a huge property. It didn't have a garage. But I kept all my cars on it anyway. And the cool thing about that house was that, like, I put all my shit in it and I, like, decorated it myself. So how how did you move your cars out? Well, just the same way I always do. Like just like did you get friends to do it or did you just do one at a time? You just or? do one at a time. You just do it slowly. Oh, man. It's easy. When we moved from Albany to Vermont the first time, that was that was a that was a trek. I did Actually, Hold on, I'm gonna grab my dogs. All right. Okay. So l- let me finish saying what I was saying, and then I'll I'll move into the, the the moving thing. But like, when someone the so we had like a few people, sh- you know, a few showings of the house when we were renting the house. The lady was like, "Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna put it back on the market." Then she ended up putting it back on the market. And so, like, I had my man cave on the back porch, the three-season porch. I mean, Uh it looked fucking dope. I had, like, big antique pickaxes and shit hanging from the walls. It looked so fucking cool. I had all my Edison bulbs hooked up. I had, like, all my license plates up. I had my generator on the porch. I had, like, seats, you know, my my barrels from... uh, my distilling days like all that shit i had out there and it just like my tools i had a shitty like table like a work table but it wasn't it just everything was good like it looked fucking the part and i remember and, and then in the house my normal shit i had my studebaker um tailgate hanging on the wall i had the jeep grill which i had I had that I have that CJ grill which is wired up for the for the um the parking lights and shit like that. And people always think that's cool. And that woman's and then like all my guitars were out and that woman saw the house and was just like, "Oh, wow. Like this looks so cool." And 
she was like, oh, you play guitar? And I swear to God, she thought, like, I came with the house. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the guy, her, her, like, husband or whatever, the guy was even, like, trying to, like, buy shit off of me. Like, he's like, how much would it cost me to, to for you to leave this, uh, this this uh this grill here and i was like jesus christ you can't like you're looking at a house where you're trying to buy shit from me right now like not that it's like you know not cool but it's not cool because it's inappropriate for like what you're doing at this moment like i you're well no i mean like if like just like if you own that house they might be making offers to buy stuff that's in that house, right but they you know? but they know i'm a, but they know i'm a renter Right, but they know that if they buy the house, you'll move, which means that you may not want to take stuff with you. So it's an opportune time to say it if they're serious about buying the house. I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess. But, like, I don't know, sell the Jeep grill, I don't know. Cost or, or or if they aren't serious for buying the house and they're like, oh, I don't want to pass up this chance to buy this grill, you know? I guess, well, he should have put his money where his mouth was and just said, I'll give you $200 for it, and I would have been like, Okay, that's that's fine. That's sold. Yeah, like what's what's the what's the number that I'll break up with it for? It's not that much, but right. like you know, I can make another one. But like, right, you know, um, but yeah, moving moving the cars was not the hardest thing in the world, but it was also not like whatever. I, I swear to God, I didn't. T- we didn't talk about this ever before. No. Huh. I thought we did. Um, it, in my memory, this is how it went. And this is close to right. I drove the U-Haul truck up. And we drove the... Let's see if I can do this. We drove the U-Haul truck up. I had my B4 Passat. So I had my 97 Passat that was on a trailer behind the car. Right. Kim drove up her golf that day. Okay. So we had so that's two. So we had two cars there. My dad drove up with us. Oh yeah. So you caravan. Yeah. Then my then the next morning we so we moved all the shit in, drove the U-Haul back to dropped it off in Burlington, drove back to the house, slept, woke up the next day. My dad took both of us back to Albany. Dropped us off at Kim's mom's house. We hung out there for a couple hours. We drove back in tandem again. I was driving the Ben's wagon. And Kim drove... No, no, no. Kim drove the Ben's wagon. And I drove the Euro Benz, which is what I I drive every day now. Right. So we got four cars up there all of a sudden. And then... I got the Benz registered in Vermont. I went to the... Bill and Jenny came up to visit. Right? Mm-hmm. I went to my interview at Boyden. At the winery. I got the job. They asked me when I could start. And I had already committed to working in Brooklyn. At the distillery. So Bill and Jenny drove me back back home to Brooklyn I spent the night in Brooklyn with them I worked the next two days at the distillery because I was covering 
um, I think one of the guys uh, like vacations or something like that. I might have even worked three days, but I, I worked a shitload of hours and they were the fucking worst shifts I ever had at that job because all the shit broke and I had to fix it all. Um, the floor pump broke. I had to like disassemble the entire fucking floor pump, which was like moving all of the mash from uh, from one ton to another. It was ridiculous. It was just like the the world's worst closing shifts to a job. But, like, I got through it and whatever. Um, and I think I worked a few shifts. I, I swear to God, I think I worked three days and, like, didn't shower for three days, too. And I want to say I took the train back. Yeah, I took the train back to Albany. I walked to Kim's mom's house in Rensselaer. Showered. Packed the GTI. The GTI was still in Rensselaer. I drove to the garage in Albany. Packed the fucking car to the brim with shit. I mean, I can send you a picture. It's on my Instagram somewhere, but like, I had. I think I strapped like five, like, spare, like, uh the the spare tires for the euro which i have which i have a full set i have a full set of five tires and rims for the euro that take um that take hub cap, hubcaps and not just the like alloy rims that come with it i uh-huh. i strapped like i just like ratchet strapped five of those to the roof rack i had like a ton of shit in the car and i just packed that thing fucking solid and then drove that up to to fucking vermont that night and I think, is that it? I think that's how I got all my cars up to Vermont. That's insane, man. It wasn't that bad. That's, that's, that's too much. That's too much, man. But it wasn't that bad, and it would be worse today. It would be worse now. God. It would, because, I mean, like, well, everything would be closer, but, like, like right now I have, at, at this point, there would be, there's one car that I would just junk. There's another car that I would just give away to someone. Like, I would just give someone the keys and be like, this is your new car for free. And then there are two cars that we would have, to, three cars that we have to drive somewhere. One car I would have to trailer, and one car I would just have to just gamble and figure out what to do with. The gambling car is the car we've been working on for months, and I just, I'm I'm at it like a stalemate with the car because I'm like too scared to drive it, and you know not ready to put another like five hundred dollars into it because I just I've gotten to that point where I want to have a garage for it to actually do the rest of the work. <laughs> it's just it's such a it's such a fucking catch-22. Everything's such a catch-22. It's just, it's a circular problem. I think through the problem, and I think, oh, yeah, well, I need this, I need this, I need this. And then it just wraps itself back around into, maybe I should just wait till I have a garage to do this. <laughs> it so sucks. The other thing I could do is just, like, call up a guy and be like, I need you to do this. And I guess I don't care. I guess I don't care how much it costs me, but I need you to f- fucking finish this car for me. 
because it's so fucking close to being done and the thing that creeps me out the most is the problems that i've been having with it have in the most volkswagen like of ways just disappeared the their problem the problems don't exist anymore like i could drive the car it's fine but i'm scared to drive it like more than a few miles away from my house because i'm like what if it breaks down what if these problems come back what problems Oh, they're really good ones. Like, um, the car just shuts off entirely and won't start back up. That's my... So, electrical? Mm. It's either electrical or it's an injection pump. Injection pump would cost me about 800, 800 bucks. So I don't want it to be that. Otherwise, yeah, I hope it's electrical. Ugh. The other thing is I haven't had time or, you know, time when it's not raining. So it because the last week has been so nice, it's like when it's nice, I don't want to I don't want to work on cars. Right. You know, and I guess I could just gamble and try to get my car to my job. And, you know, we have a garage at work, so I could probably work on the car there and stuff like that. But then that means that I'm not home. And since it's summer, you know, Kim's at home, so she's texting me, like, Are you coming home yet? So I have that pressure of, like, I should probably get home at some point. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times Kim will just like, I mean, there are days I just sacrifice and I'm just like, whatever. Like pretty recently I was at work till I think I, uh, I probably pulled like an 11, 11 and a half hour day at work, which is not that common, but I like left it like eight or something like that. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I worked like 930 AM to eight, but the, the reason why it was so good that I did that is because I just I got so much work done like from from the time everyone leaves at like 530-ish on it's just mm-hmm. it's the golden hour I can do anything I want no one gives me dirty looks I can like you know it's you know because if I bring like I have like all these excess like boxes and like packing materials and stuff like that that I periodically dump down in the warehouse for the people packing packages and they always like some of them are like you know take they take it with open arms they're like oh thanks for that and then other people are like i don't want these extra boxes what the fuck now i have to fucking you know because because i'm invading on their space effectively you know what i mean i'm taking stuff that's encroaching in my space and dumping it on them and then they have to figure out how to use those boxes that are already put together to like reuse them which is like, do you know what I mean? That's like a, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of mean. Like I wouldn't want someone doing that to me. But you want to reuse boxes because it's green. You don't want to fucking just right. recycle boxes that are perfectly good to use. Right, but you can only keep so many boxes before you start running out of space. Absolutely. So it's just a total game I play. But yeah. Oh. 
Well, I'm always blown away by how much we do have to talk about. Yeah. Doesn't that seem odd? We we can bullshit for a while. Yeah, that's what this is. It's. I, know, I mean, it's like it's like you know, once weekly or every two weeks, we uh, we just kind of air shit out. So yeah, stuff. Ha- it's it's just like we were talking about last week how uh, your your parents keep telling you the same stories over and over again type shit. Right. So we're at the point right now where we still have active lives that are happening where it's worth talking about, you know. Right. So God help us when it becomes fucking mundane. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's that's the beauty of this anyway, right? Is that you kind of have like an outlet to. I don't know. Like I, the other thing is, it's it's weird because it's it's a there's a vanity to it in a way that's strange. Like I don't, I'm never gonna go back and listen to these. Oh, this is this is all vanity. Oh, totally all vanity. We're we're recording our voices and our thoughts and then putting it out there, expecting people to listen to it for upwards of an hour, hour and a half. It would be even more vain if we were broadcasting it. Well, I mean, that would be kind of passive in a regard if we were just broadcasting it. No, I mean, like, you know, for the aliens in, like, 100 years or something. Oh, how do we do that? Let's shoot it into space. Yeah, that's like a thing you Like, any radio wave just goes into space naturally. Can we be the first podcast in space? No, no, no. God, no. That's been happening since podcasts started. Because if you simultaneously broadcast stuff like you think of all of the podcasts that go on the radio well i mean i those i consider radio shows that they put on as podcasts Ooh, that's good so like oh this american life yeah dude you're a radio show and you you give us the option to listen to it in podcast right but if we're just a straight podcast yeah we could be the first podcast to go to space well you're gonna have to air the show on a radio station no, we could take it to like a set lab and 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 just have them launch it, like they did with the fucking uh, Beatles song. Okay, well we could do it. We just have to have we still have to have a radio antenna and just do it that way. It could be on like a frequency no one listens to. It doesn't have to be radio, man. We could just we could just send it on a rocket ship. That's not how that works. We'll put it on an iPod and put it into space. With headphones and a charger? Or like a, a Beats pill speaker. Okay. So an iPod shuffle, a Beats speaker, and a line that attaches them. And then some sort of, like, power device, I guess? Well, no, we just power them off. And then we assume that by the time that someone gets them, it has enough power to, to turn we'll, it we'll, on. We'll, 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 hand, we'll hand draw instructions. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Because uh, it's, like, cold in space, so that probably wouldn't work, right? Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. Or maybe it would. Maybe, would it work because the maybe battery they, maybe would they don't be frozen? Have fingers. How, well, we would, we would prepare for that. It would it would have to have an atmosphere the the capsule that we're sending. Oh right, it's it's Oh, or we just oh here we go. We take the podcast and we record it to vinyl, and we launch the vinyl into into fucking space like a frisbee. Yes, with a record player. Oh right, with a record player. Okay, 
does it are we trying to get it outside of the solar system our solar system yeah yeah okay then it has to be it has to be shielded radiation no the kuiper belt but yeah well i mean it would have to be shielded to get through our atmosphere anyway i guess i was just thinking that we would give it to the guy who goes up to the space station and he would do it for us and then what they have like a t-shirt cannon yeah yeah where they just like poof and like shoot it out to like Percy I said I ate. Yeah, exactly. But you would have to also like Oh god. You'd have to calculate it too because like you can't just like randomly Why not? If space is in every direction, maybe it would be to our benefit if we did it randomly. Well, we can't do it randomly because of the off chance that it would like like wind up in the gravitational pull of like Saturn. Who cares? If we if if we make it cheap enough, then we get to the point where it actually benefits us to disperse more of them than fewer. So once we get to that certain point of like, oh, it costs $1,000 to do 12, but it costs 2000 to do 40, then obviously $2,000 for 40 is better than 1000 for 12. Are you telling so, me that you would spend $2,000 to get 40 records and record players sent out into space with 40 different episodes of 2928 on it? Are you telling me if it only costs $2,000 to do that, you wouldn't do that? Yes. I mean, think of how much NASA needs and fucking SpaceX needs. If it costs $2,000 to send 40 records and 40 record players with some <laughs> stickers and probably some buttons and maybe like a beer koozie and send that swag out to all points of the fucking like solar system you wouldn't go in on that can you edit this so this is the beginning of the show because this is way better <laughs> than anything we've talked about Oh, God. I mean, $2,000 is a, is, is a steal for that type of advertising. You've been listening to 2928, the first podcast in space, physically in space. In theory. In theory. <laughs> physically in theory. <laughs> the first physical media in space. I don't think that's true. Fris- Frisbeed out into space. Oh, we could just get like a uh, like a clay pigeon launcher and like bolt it to the space station, oh, and then just send the record players out every morning. So, could you send like um? Could you send like a? Is there a way to keep like a battery or like you? Like what? If- it could be crank. It could be a crank. It's an old. It's a, it's an old record player. Perfect. It's just cr- perfect. It's a, it's, it's old. It's just crank. It's a Vitrola. Yeah, it's a Victrola. It's powered by a belt that you wind up like a like a wine toy. So you have a Victrola. You oh my have... god! I I I would I would love if our podcast came back like like old Al Jolson recordings, and it was like me and you talking, but it was like because it was a wound up, so there's no speed control. We were just like ah see ah. Oh my god! But what if? I don't want to buy a house in Vermont. It's too expensive. Ah! They're like, what's Vermont? They're like, what's this language? We don't understand it. What are they? What is this noise? And it's like, 
Uh, I feel I feel like our podcast would transcend languages. If we were able the, to send a large enough, if we were able to send a large enough sample, uh-huh. they would probably because I'm assuming they would be more advanced than us. They would be able to analyze it and then use that as kind of a Rosetta Stone mm. for language translation. Mm. Maybe. I mean, that's just that's just like linguistics and science. I mean, are we using enough words? Do you think that, or or are we using the words in? Co- well, we're obviously using enough words. Half of our fucking podcast is words, but there's no visual but- component to it. But we we go into the minutia of each word and talk about like the meaning of it. I think I think a smart alien could figure out a lot. Not everything, but a smart alien could figure out a lot. Like a Spock, if a Spock got our podcast on vinyl, like the greatest hits, like the five best episodes, they could figure out a lot. Okay. Of, of of human nature and human language. Right, let's 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 move back here. This is you've opened up quite a beautiful thing. You're telling me then if I made you listen to <sighs> let's make it let's make it not too hard but not too easy. If I made you listen to Icelandic news for let's say 50 days straight all you did well not all you did was listen to icelandic news and all these different people came on the air and all they did was talk to each other all the time right you're just listening to it are you going to learn anything about icelandic well okay you're you're definitely like uh bringing that down a few a few clicks i understand the idea that like computer software could be analyzing data no 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 like so in my situation it was a very smart alien Uh whose intention was to learn more about this alien language and they're trying to break break the code and crack the code so they're invested in it that's what they're doing yeah is that what i'm doing is is this like my job Am I spending 50 days? Am I being paid to to crack the Icelandic code? Am I ga- gaining anything from it? Or is it just a weird test that you're giving me? Well, the test is based on an idea that is true for humans, which I'm assuming, I guess, I mean, this is my question more. So maybe I'm asking the wrong question. Are these aliens advanced enough to understand... Or, or set a computer to sounds. So Oh, yeah. I, I see I see what the problem is because there's no visual exactly. reference point to what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So you need the point of language is signifier signified. Okay. So so here, this is what we need to do. On the, uh, on the, the sleeve art, the cover art of the albums... Uh-huh. We need to expand on what we've done on our gallery. Mm-hmm. So we have to have image references that have figure numbers mm-hmm. that coincide with what we're discussing in the podcast. Perfect. 
So it's basically like a like a liner notes on a CD or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so you're you're so going through stuff. They can pull it out. So when we're talking about oh, House in Vermont, 1997 ha- Greenbush, they get to see it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we 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 just need uh pictorial evidence in addition to it. And like even like we could rather than just doing pictures, we could have fold out with like uh like location like longitude and latitude you know we could have someone illustrate a um flip book yep yep absolutely that's or, what i was thinking or if since record players are going around they're revolving we could put a projector carousel on top of the record so we could make like a, a carousel uh a record player hybrid mm-hmm. so while the audio is playing then the slideshow coincides with what we're saying. Mm-hmm. I really think it's much more important for us to go completely analog like this, so it's a crank method, mm-hmm. rather than just making it a simple digital slideshow with our audio on it. Right. right. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you caught up with me because my next example was going to be the French interacting with. The Native Americans from Kirtland. Uh huh. And then in my mind, it was like, that's what the French people were like. Just as they were like meeting these people, they were like, these people, you know, Kirtland. <laughs> it's like, but then, like, how do you explain that to the Native American? You don't, obviously. You're like, these people suck. But, like, you know, heart of an all. Uh-huh. Brilliant, right? Was it? Was it the? Fr- I guess that was the French because it's a French. Yeah. Yeah, the French people. They, yeah, the French were making French it out that far. Yeah, Kirtland. Mm-hmm. They were looking for. Uh, I'm sure they were looking for fucking metals, precious metals. No, they were probably looking for a, a faster passage to the uh, uh, the India spice trade. Uh, do you think they were, what, did, were they still doing that? That's what most of that exploration was. Was try try to find like the like the fastest way to get from point A to point B. Wait, really? By even by that point? Yeah, I mean Lewis and Clark were walking all the way across to find the end of the US to see what where like the ports could be. Man, they 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 miscalculated that shit. Well, I mean, yes and no. It's closer to India from Seattle than it is from New York. Uh, yeah but still like not from europe which is where they wanted it no one had points in no one had points in yeah, the states nobody knew no but they they all thought it was flat anyway they thought it was flat but i mean they didn't think it but by the time they thought it was round they were still like oh it's fine we'll get there it's a small round it's very small dude did you ever see like the the tracing you ever see like the trace lines of like what magellan did he, I don't know. He just spent his whole life fucking sailing everywhere. Yeah. Just everywhere. Circumnavigating. It's just like those fucking... Now we have, like, Dutch teenagers who do it. Dutch teenagers. That's what they do these days. Is that what they're doing these days? Yeah, it's like they solo sail the, the fucking entire ocean. That's insane. I know. All right. I have to turn the AC on. Uh, so we should probably stop recording. Oh, okay. How hot is it there? It's, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
my god, you're just doing this without AC. I'm just doing it with just like sweating. <laughs> is it over 100? Not right now, no. The sun's gone. It's colder outside than it is in my fucking house right now. Can you not? Is it like not worth it to just open all the windows and just go to town that way? I would hear everything and the dogs would go off constantly. Mm. But like without a fan to circulate the air, it's still just going to be stagnant. Yeah. But your AC probably cools down your house pretty quick, right? No, it's a piece of shit. It just blows hot air on me. Why don't you just buy a new one? Who am I? Fucking, uh... Yes. Fucking Eisenhower? No. Wrong. Uh, Come on. Uh, uh, Rockefeller? Yeah. Also... <laughs> also known for his uh, his AC. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, uh... <sighs> who, who am I? Kenmore? That's pretty good. Yeah, that works. Oh, <laughs> what? What's my last name? Slater. AC. Yeah, AC Slater. Ooh, that's pretty funny. Uh, I think we should end on that. <laughs> oh God. Kim asked me. Um, oh, you know what, dude? What's that? It's Carrier. Oh, Carrier. Yeah, you're right. It is, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's the big one. But I think it is Carrier. Mm-hmm. I think that dude actually is... I think that's the lineage. For what? Albert Clifford Slater? Uh, no, I think Carrier, which is Carrier, actually is the dude who okay. did it. Oh, who invented AC? Pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. But only because... My friend's dad worked for Carrier in Syracuse, and it's like, I remember, like, when they were going out of business and sending all of their jobs to, like, Indonesia and shit, and he was like, damn Indonesians! It's still happening. Yeah, well, whatever. It's fucking America. If we didn't unionize, it'd be fine. I mean, no one's unionizing now. Everyone's fighting for right to work, which is killing the unions. Yeah. Yep, it's weird. All right, turn your AC on. All right, dude. All right. Uh, talk, talk to you later. Sounds later. good. To you later. Later. Dave, and send me your stems. Sounds good. Oh, we never clapped. Oh, fuck. Ready? Three, two, one.